Welcome to the Just of It podcast. I'm your host, Jess Noretto, and I know I say this all the time that I'm super excited for this episode and all the things, and I really, really am. But first, I am so freaking pumped for this episode. Um, honestly, I'm just so freaking pumped in general because this last weekend, I was in Santa Barbara for my best friend's bachelorette party weekend. I don't want to call it a party because, I mean, it was more of like a bachelorette relaxation, rejuvenation, recharging weekend, and it was fucking amazing. It was exactly what I needed, and I'm like so unbelievably like grateful that she went and did something like that instead of like the bachelorette party I had when I got married five years ago, almost five years ago. Because damn, let me tell you, I didn't realize how much I was burning out until I was there. And I was like, wow, I'm really tired. So (sighs) we were there. We did a whole bunch of things. It was really fun. Um, And I came home and I was super excited to kind of get grinding again with all of this stuff because Being around women who all have their own thing going on, who are all bosses in their own way. Like when I tell you that I had such incredible conversations over the weekend, yes, we were there to celebrate my best friend, but oh my God, these conversations that we were having, it was amazing. It was like exactly what my soul needed. And I'm so grateful to her. Um for wanting to have a bachelorette party that was more like that um, because it was just so much fun and so like perfect and it really um, revamped my entire perspective on the way that uh, my life is at the moment. So thanks, Amanda. I am so pumped because yes, we have another guest. You guys seem to like when I have guests on the podcast um, and I doing this, I realized I know some pretty incredible people who are doing some pretty incredible things in life. And I want you to know all about all the things that they're doing. Like, like, I just want to connect people with other people who like, I don't know, this is just such an amazing uh, platform to have. And uh, today's guest is so unbelievably incredible. Today, we're going to be talking to Anais Cotaya Cardenas, who happens to be one of my best friends. Um, If you know her, you know her. If you don't, you're going to get to know her and you're going to see why I love her. She's not only one of my best friends, but she also has an incredible small business. She's a small business owner. In a span of three years, uh, she's been able to build a thriving business while juggling a full-time job, planning a wedding, and now she's preparing to have her first baby, Uh, and I'm so excited for that. I don't know how she does it all. I don't know if she does do it all, but she sure as hell makes you think that she does, and I don't know how, but she's proof that hard work, dedication, and a wicked sense of humor can really get you far. Anais is the epitome of a boss babe, in my opinion. She's hardworking, driven, and has a heart of gold. She's such an inspiration to many, and she really is a true testament to what you can achieve when you put your mind to something. But what I love most about her is her infectious personality. You guys, like, you know, she's funny as hell, and you can't help but be drawn to her positive energy. So without further ado, let's dive in and hear from the woman herself, Anais Cotaya Cárdenas. Anais, welcome to the Jess of it. Hi, Jess. How, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm very good. I'm actually very refreshed, because, or like not refreshed, what is it? Recharged, because I went away for the weekend and it was like the best thing ever. Nice. Did you drink a lot? I was like, actually, actually, <laughs> well, hmm. I did compare to what I drink, like the way for the way I drink now. I did drink a lot. But not the old But compared to how I used to, no. (laughs) So I was like, meh. Because I was like, I didn't wake up hungover at all like this whole weekend. It was was like, this is responsible (laughs) drinking. Okay, I can do it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't miss that. (laughs) You know what? It's really hard to go back to the old. Well, I shouldn't 
make assumptions for myself. It was really hard to go back to drinking that way when I didn't drink for so long because now I'm like, like I like remembering things. Mm -hmm. I like not waking up and feeling like I died. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maturity, getting old. I don't know. <laughs> Perspective, I guess. <laughs> so why don't you, so I know a lot about you. Um, but why don't you tell us or tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and about your business? So I am 30 years old, if that matters. <laughs> married. <laughs> I just got married about six months ago. I'm pregnant yeah. now. 25 ah. weeks pregnant now. The baby's the size of an eggplant. <laughs> so appropriate. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, we got pregnant pretty quickly after we got married. Um, we have a dog named Whiskey. Whiskey. He's a little. Whiskey. He's a little weenie mix. And uh, he's so cute. Yeah, he's crazy. He just got surgery today. No, oh. he's fine. He's just like crying and sad. I remember when Roxy got surgery, and it's like. It's so sad to see them so it down, <laughs> especially when they're not like that normally. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's like not himself at poor all. Thing. Um, oh, poor baby. <laughs> uh, I also have a boutique, a side business, apart from my full-time mm. job. have a boutique. Mm. Her name is Sienna, which is my name Aww. backwards. And... <laughs> She is turning. I like how I'm like talking to her about her. Like it's I know, like I'm a like child. that's like your first. I was gonna say that was your first baby, but not no. even. That's like your second he, baby because Nala yes, is your first yes. baby. Oh yes, and I have a. <laughs> how old is she's Nala now? Be Nineteen September. <gasps> okay, so uh, I Anais is extra. <laughs> like she's probably like the most extra person I know, and I thought she was kidding a few years back. When she was like, oh, I'm throwing my dog a quinceanera, which if you don't know what a quinceanera is, it's a 15th birthday. And in like the Hispanic culture, it's this big thing. And and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing my dog a quinceanera. And we were like, oh, haha, so funny. And her now husband at the time, who was her boyfriend, is like, no, she's not kidding. <laughs> and when I tell you she had like little doggy bags and, and I think Nala wore like a tutu. She no? did. She wore like a princess dress. Yeah. And the, like, I was like, oh my God. And it was then that I knew there is nobody in this world that loves their dog more than Anais loves Nala. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And she loved it. She knew it was her birthday. <laughs> she knew it was her birthday. And then she was even at your wedding, she which was. I thought was really cool. Yeah, she made it. That was so, so she sweet. She was a flower girl. She walked down the aisle. So then you launched August 2020. 2020. Mm -hmm. Dang. So 2020, that's crazy because that seems so long ago. And to think what the state of the world was I then, know. like, why, like, not that you, like, chose to launch in a pandemic, but not that you, like, waited for something that big to launch, but what made you actually like pull the trigger in the middle of a pandemic, especially with it being at like the most uncertain time? Because I think like that was still in the part of the pandemic where people didn't yeah. know what was going on or like what was going to happen. So I had started the process November, December of 2019. That's when I got like really mm. serious, like, okay, I'm going to actually start this. I got my seller's yeah. permit. Um, I started doing like my research on vendors. So I got really serious mm -hmm. about it. Um, took me a long time to decide on the name, um, which yeah. Sienna was always kind of like an option. Um, and I had some other options that I don't even remember anymore, but I ended up <laughs> choosing Sienna, which is my name backwards. Um, yeah. Came up with the logo, got my business cards, got all that stuff going, um, learned how to do like the whole website thing which I like suck at technology and like graphic stuff. I suck at it. <laughs> yeah. So it was like really frustrating at first because it was hard for yeah. me. Um, 
but I would be up to like two or three in the morning, figuring it out, working on it, um, changing the design, etc. Um, so yeah. I, I wanted to have all of that done before even like, you know, posting on Instagram or anything. Yeah. So I got all the not so fun stuff done first. That was like December. And then, and then COVID happened in March. So that just like put like a stop to it. So I thought, okay, mm -hmm. maybe I should just wait because like you said, yeah, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, I started working from home from my full-time job, started working out from home. Um, I had a little bit more free time. Well, a lot more free time actually. Yeah. Um, everything was like done online. So I was just doing like my research, vendor research. Um, yeah. probably a few months after I would say like July, um, June, July is when I bought like my first, um, like items like merchandise items um just mm -hmm. a few pieces of clothing and a little bit of like jewelry that's what I started with and um so yeah I started with that took pictures which now I look back and I'm like they're so cringy <laughs> whatever I thought they were cute they're like in front of your parents house and stuff they are cute they are cute. They just you look you look different now. Like, <laughs> um, so I had to like decide. Okay, when am I going to launch the website? So I just decided to go for it in August. I think it's August third. I always mm -hmm. forget the date, but I think it's August third that I like went live on my website. Um, yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Like that was one of my goals to like at least have merchandise on the website before even like announcing it yeah. to the world. I didn't really know if it was going to be like successful at first, because like you said, mm -hmm. like people lost their jobs, people, you know, yeah. they weren't working um, or just whatever the situation was. I thought, okay, maybe it's not going to mm -hmm. be a good idea. Um, but yeah. I also saw a lot of people starting businesses during the pandemic, which is pretty cool. A lot yeah. of them turned out to be like really successful. Um, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to give it a try. If it isn't successful, then at least I tried, you know? So yeah. I I started with the website, started getting, like, you know, just, like, online orders and coworkers, too. It was, like, just people I knew from the beginning, you know, like, family and yeah. friends, coworkers. Um, yeah. Then it started growing, like, you know, friends of friends. Um and it turned out to be better than I expected. I think like a lot of people yeah. were just like online shopping. That's what I noticed. Like everybody was mm -hmm. just bored at home, not working or just working from home and just shopping online. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember. Actually, I do remember saying this to Carlos and I remember being like, oh, um, I can't wait to have because I was pregnant mm -hmm. when you launched or I had just found out I was pregnant. Um, and I was like, I can't wait to have the baby because like I don't want to buy clothes right now because I don't know how big I'm going to get or like whatever. And I was like, oh, once once I like have the baby and then I was going through like postpartum like body changes <laughs> and I was like, OK, I think my body like stabilized. I'm ready to buy again. I got pregnant <laughs> again. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I think I bought like. I always bought yeah, like accessories yeah. from you and like bags and stuff. And like I hadn't bought like clothes yet. So it's like, that's oh, true. God. <laughs> In the pandemic, like you were saying, like, yeah, people were losing their jobs and people like were staying home. And in fact, I remember um, I had listened to a podcast like in that time where um, bigger names like, um, I think it was like Lauren Conrad, who was like one of my like favorite people in the world, um, were saying that like they all had stuff lined up to launch for their own like businesses with different um, companies and stuff. And they pulled the trigger or sorry, like they pulled the plug on it because they thought it was insensitive to launch yeah. something new in the pandemic. And like for you, obviously, like friends and family were ordering stuff and then friends of friends of family and stuff. But 
how did you really get the business to grow at a time where bigger name stores and like bigger companies, like a a lot of stuff closed down because the business wasn't there. You know what I mean? I think I started getting more, I guess, clientele when I started doing pop-ups. My Mm. first one ever was July of 2021. So about a year after. Okay. um, That was my first pop-up. And um, with Creative Babe Market, I love them. They're like super nice. Yeah. And I still do pop-ups with them till this day. Um, So yeah, Yeah. ever since then, I've just been doing like pop-ups like nonstop. Um, So a lot of like returning customers that I met at pop-ups, social Mm -hmm. media, you know, people just start following. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the pop-ups become kind of like a party like it's not I mean I've I've only been to one and I don't know if the one that I went to is the same vibe as like some of the other ones that you've done the one that I went to in Temecula I would say that one was more kind of like family oriented only because of the location yeah yeah but even even then like it's it it's a cool it's different than going to like a mall because it's kind of the same thing. Like you still have all of these people who are selling their stuff, but it's a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like you go and you want to yeah. support as many people as you can. So it doesn't feel like, I don't know, like as a consumer, it it's a different experience. So I can see how your business would have grown doing, you know, pop-ups. And, and were you – because I don't know as far as pop-ups and like the, the, how far back they go, but were you one of, did you ride that first wave of small businesses that were doing pop-ups? Do you know? From what I remember, they started becoming popular maybe like a few years before I started the business. And I feel like since then, like they've just grown so much more. Like there's so many of them. Yeah. They've taken on like this whole new life. I feel like and it's been pretty yeah. cool. And the vendors yeah, that like, are there. I feel like the the vendors uh-huh. that are there are so creative and like Yeah, like mm-hmm. you find like really, really cool things that you don't see at the stores. Um handmade yeah. things, you know, just different things. And I've made so much so many so, friends um, along the way. So that's been pretty cool. That's cool. I feel like that's Sometimes I feel like and I don't know if you feel the same way. Like okay, like for example, podcasting can be very like a very singular thing because it could very easily just be me all the time. And I feel like um, when you're first starting out, and I don't know if it was the same for you because you're actually selling a product, to feel like you're putting out so much effort, so much time, so much work, and you don't really – like sometimes the the payback isn't matching Mm -hmm. the effort. But like in your case, you're getting friendships out of it and you guys are – like building a community out of it. So like that's uh, that's really cool too. Yeah, that's been like super fun. It's been probably like one of my favorite parts of having the business, like meeting new, we call it frienders. Vendors that are friends. Friend. <laughs> new frienders. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> what is it? I mean, with there being so many like frienders around, um, what is it about Sienna that you feel um, – is different like what differentiates you from other boutiques that has allowed you to grow over this time Um, I would say I would say 99% of like what I carry like the clothes is like me it's like Mm -hmm. something that I would personally buy from myself you know um I do buy like some items that I like but I wouldn't wear just because I know Obviously, yeah. everybody's different. People like different things. Um, but yeah. I pretty much like everything. I handpick everything myself. Um, all the accessories. I like very simple things, if you haven't noticed. I don't like anything yeah. crazy. But it all works. And I feel like because you do like very classic things and very simple things, like you're building longevity with what – like I can buy something today and I know that it's still going to be mm-hmm. in style. A year or two years from now, because a lot of the stuff that I like, 
it's just classic. I think you have like you have a you do have a very good eye for picking Thank product, you. I would say. Yeah, yeah, and I like a lot of like <laughs> basic items too that you can just like mix and match. And you also have a very good understanding of like different mm-hmm. body types. Like you understand that it's not like a one size fits all thing and as like a postpartum mom whose body has changed dramatically, like that's appreciated. You know what I mean? Like to feel like you're handpicking items that would fit for me, but would also like they would also fit someone who's like a different yeah. body type, bigger, smaller, whatever Especially the case may I'm be. Pregnant. Like I can't wear, <laughs> I can't wear jeans anymore. I can't wear like tight you know just anything tight around the waist so I've noticed like I've been kind of buying things that fit me but it's like regular size clothes you know but just like loose and flowy dresses or like you know just loose stuff that's not like huge yeah like you still look like you that's the thing like it's not yeah like even even a pregnant body like that's what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. you have a good eye for that because you're still true to your personal style even though you're pregnant and that's really hard to do trust me that's so hard to do when you're pregnant (laughs) I'm still me but with my little I couldn't do it with my little with your little bump it's so cute (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to meet your little eggplant (laughs) um how has social media, in your opinion, changed the way that small business owners or or you in particular market themselves or ha- like market yourselves? And then do do you do you feel like you like do you feel like you follow that trend to to like lean on social media? So I have noticed that Instagram, for example, it plays a huge role in like marketing especially because it's free mm-hmm. you have to like constantly yeah. be posting and that's something I'm not mm-hmm. good at honestly um but you literally yeah. have to like be posting every single day all day um mm-hmm. people like to see your face I know I personally like to see yeah. people's stories talking and I cannot do that I'm, mm-hmm. I mean I can but I'm, I feel so shy Aww. Like, just, like, talking to yeah. like, hey guys, you know? <laughs> but I know that's something, like, I really need to do. Um, and it, yeah, social yeah. media plays, like, a huge role. Um, especially, you yeah. know, people that post and tag you and people start following you through there. There's just yeah. so many, so many, um, how should I call it? You just fall into, like, a rabbit hole and just end up finding people, you know? Yeah, no, it's true because I, I I think I have a few like small business accounts that I've started following some because of you, like some that, that I've either found through you or like you've recommended certain businesses to us. And it's crazy how much you can find from mm-hmm. like one or two people, like how, mm-hmm. how uh, fast it spreads out into like this big world of of people. But I would have not thought that because your social media presence is pretty uh it is pretty high I, I i thought like i when you said that you don't really take advantage of it as much or that you're just you're you're not posting as regularly like <laughs> i was like what <laughs> what do you mean or maybe it's because you are very good at like reposting people mm-hmm. like if they tag you and and like you are active i just think Instagram pushes a lot of like the uh the reels and the the more like oh yeah produced type of stuff that I do notice as a consumer even even as like doing this social media for the and podcast so I do notice that. and it's hard they are like you wouldn't think I didn't think until I started doing friggin' one minute reels that <laughs> took me like half a day to do and I was like I can't do this every day it's like I'm burning out just off of Instagram one thing that I was experiencing very, very like recently, like literally right before I left uh, for the weekend was like I was starting to lose motivation because I was just like, God, it's so constant. Like, like you do like you launch, you know, like for me, it's an episode for you. It could be mm-hmm. new items or whatever. And then 
like then you're already planning for the next thing so how do you like how do you stay motivated to keep like to hit that next whatever whether it's your goal your next milestone or whatever like how do you not just get I think it's so easy to become unmotivated. I would say after I got married, around my wedding time, I was like not very motivated because I was obviously like busy with the whole wedding. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And it was a beautiful wedding, by the way. Like you need to make like (laughs) Pinterest boards. Sorry, I'm like totally interrupted, but you need to make Pinterest boards because people need to see what your wedding was like. I want to get married again. (laughs) No, it was a beautiful wedding. So I could understand why you were <laughs> unmotivated. But um, And then I got pregnant <laughs> like a month after. So um, the first, I would say like the first trimester was, it wasn't hard. I was just like exhausted 24-7. I had yeah. no energy mm-hmm. at all. Like literally just drained 24-7. Um, I didn't do any pop-ups at all. I just, I couldn't, I could not. Um, my yeah. first pop-up was this year, February, I think it was. February or March. Um, yeah, that, that's that been like yeah, your longest stretch. Yeah, huh, that you totally any, like any inactive pop-ups? for um, three or four months. Um, but once I started yeah. getting my energy back, I'm like, okay, I need to get serious about this again and like get back on track because it's just been way too long. And I, I didn't want to just mm-hmm. give up on the business, you know, like, no, I need yeah. to just keep going. So started doing pop-ups again, of course, have to be so much more careful now. My husband helps mm-hmm. me on almost every single one of the pop-ups, if not my parents, um, help me, um, yeah. my dad and my husband do like all the heavy lifting because they don't let me carry like mm-hmm. a single thing. That's so cute. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I've been doing, um, I would say a lot of pop-ups recently. So that, that keeps me motivated, mm-hmm. um, because it really keeps me busy. It keeps like the flow going. Yeah. Um, so I'm like really trying to just like do as much as possible as long as I have like this energy, you know, so I don't know how much longer it's mm-hmm. going to last and do you feel like you're slowing down uh, again? Yeah. Like uh, physically, I mean. Like, do you feel like you're hitting that point in the pregnancy where you're kind of like I I noticed down like, this a past bit. weekend I had a pop-up Saturday in Temecula and then Sunday um, mm-hmm. in Arcadia. I noticed like at the end of the day, like my body really felt it. Like mentally, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But then my body is just like, Yeah. Yes. Like if you ran a marathon? Like, yeah, Yeah. it literally feels like I ran a marathon, Mm -hmm. did like a million push-ups in between. (laughs) Like, yeah. So, okay. So, uh, so the, the, the pop-up that you did on Sunday was from 12 to five, right? But obviously your day is not from 12 to five. So I was going to say, so what would that look like? Let's say for a 12 to five pop-up, what does your day look like to get ready? Get ready, like start. I, I would say I woke up like at 6.30 or 7, try to eat breakfast because mm-hmm. I get very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so I force myself to eat, <laughs> um, try to put some makeup on, try to wear some something comfy. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was my comfy day. So yeah, of course, I wore biker shorts <laughs> like I've told you. That's all that fits me right now. And yeah, so it was probably like a 12-hour day yesterday. That's crazy because that sounds intense. Yeah. Like not pregnant. So when you throw in the fatigue that comes with pregnancy, like I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know do either. <laughs> but I got through it. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you've faced and how how have you worked through them? Um, whether it's like a purchasing mistake or maybe like I don't know, like an inventory mistake, but oh, in the overall um, 
sense of your business? Like what are some of the challenges that you've come across that like you've had to So it's definitely out? been like a learning as you go type of thing. Um, one of mm-hmm. the biggest things I would say for sure is like, say, for example, I buy like a certain style or type of pants and they end up uh-huh. like not selling or I'll sell like a few and then I have a bunch left over and um, yeah, I just don't like like the style anymore or whatever, you know, or um, mm-hmm. I bought some jeans, for example, um, some jeans that ended up being like horrible. They were not like what I saw in person totally like different fit Mm. so I couldn't I I could have returned them but there went like that money so I have like the credit now that type of thing so you just have to like really be careful with your purchases you know you know here on the podcast I I, like love to rave about um taking care of yourself and self-care and like taking care of your mental health and how do you take care of yourself especially now being pregnant um but even before, like, how do you take care of yourself? Because it seems like you have a lot on your plate, even before like being pregnant. Like I totally forgot, totally forgot that you were doing all of this stuff while you guys were like fully oh renovating God, yes. your guys' house a few like years ago, like before your wedding, the big thing was your house and, yeah. and you were doing pop-ups like every weekend. I remember being like, I'd see you on social media and be like, Oh yeah. What? Like how, like how do you how do you uh decompress yeah, after that, stuff like that? That's a good yeah. question because I feel like for a long time I didn't like stop and put myself first, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but like yeah. now it's just like simple things for me like getting a pedicure or going for a walk, going somewhere cute mm-hmm. to get a coffee, like that, that's probably like my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. <laughs> going somewhere cute you know yeah me too yeah for the picture for the ground <laughs> for the picture <laughs> um what else do I do to feel better you're still yeah. working full-time like your boutique right. is yeah, not your full-time, full-time job. job um work at a dermatology office and then do the shop stuff like yeah. after work during the week and then for sure like on the weekends so you're like so like a pop-up day where you were saying could be a 12-hour day but realistically a 12-hour day on top of on a 40-hour work week for pop-ups yeah so i'm it, really you know I mean? excited to see how it goes once the baby's here she'll be at the pop-ups <laughs> in her little carrier oh, with her cute little outfits um Oh my God. You just <laughs> tapped into a whole different demographic, my friend. Um, as a business owner, and we kind of touched a little bit on it right now, but do you think that they're like, do you think that a healthy work life balance is realistic? Yes. And if you do, like, no. why or why not? Um, I would say yes, because if you mm-hmm. really set your mind to it and plan your days or your months, there could be a balance, but things don't always go as planned. Mm-hmm. So it could not mm-hmm. always be a balance, um, but it's really like what you make it. Yeah. Um, but no, of course, like times right. get like really stressful and overwhelming. That's another thing I've tried mm-hmm. to, to um, I guess, teach myself because I'm like an overthinker. I stress yeah. over everything. So yeah. I've been trying ever since I got like, <laughs> you know, found out I was pregnant. I try not to let things get to yeah. me like I would in the past. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say I have. Yeah. I've gotten better at that. So try not to overthink things. I'd say you have. Switching gears a little bit because um, <laughs> I love seeing you pregnant. <laughs> just like oh my god um how has your pregnancy and and share as much as you feel comfortable but um how has or or has it has your pregnancy lived up to your expectations of pregnancy in general good question um like the pregnancy itself like physically has been better than I thought it would be 
only because I wasn't like as sick as everybody said I would be. You know, you just hear like, yeah, yeah. you just hear like oh, all so the lucky. negative parts of pregnancy. So thank God, yeah. like I, my major, my main symptom was just like being tired and nausea, but like no morning sickness or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. Actually, uh, one of the myths is that if you have a, if you're having a girl, you're like super sick all the time. So I know. Yeah. Nice. You like looked super, out. I don't know. Just crazy. And I was telling Lo- my husband, Lorenzo, like, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you're not pregnant, you hear all these stories and you think about like your own, like yourself the day that you're pregnant. And I've heard mm-hmm. like good, good and bad mm-hmm. things about pregnancy, but it's like, you really don't know what, what people go through until you're going through it yourself, you know? Like mentally, physically, everything. Yeah. Like it's just, it's crazy. It's so mm-hmm. different. And it's crazy because even your experience is so different than it, like every pregnancy is so mm-hmm. uh, unique in its own way that like it's crazy. But pregnancy is, it can very easily, I think, if you let it, it can mess mm-hmm. with your mental state I think has it with you at all yeah thinking anything like that yeah like a few days where it just like really hits me like oh my god I'm having a human Mm -hmm. like yeah it just like really hits me and then that's where my anxiety starts that's where I start overthinking everything that's when I start like making up scenarios in my mind that's when it gets crazy and I have to like tell myself, okay, just snap out of it. Like I'm not there yet. The baby's not born yet. I need to calm down. Yeah. Well, you're totally on track (laughs) for all the things that we go through, (laughs) all the things we think (laughs) when we're pregnant. I was like, if she tells me she hasn't like thought about any of this stuff, then I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe you. (laughs) Um, What has surprised you the most about pregnancy? Um, maybe it's not like really surprising, but at the same time, it could be, um, who's like really there for you, like genuinely there for you and happy for you. Yeah. Excited. Of course, mm-hmm. you're one of them that yeah. has been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, one of the main things that's like <laughs> eye opening. And I would hear yeah. people say that all the time, like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know who your friends are until you're pregnant. And I would think, okay, they're like exaggerating, but no, yeah. it's like, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And even more so when your baby's born. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, I've seen it a couple of times on Instagram. I don't know if it's part of your <laughs> algorithm yet, but there's like this uh, post that I've seen where it's like, um, I don't think this is it like word for word, but it's something along the lines of like the best thing you can the best gift you can give a mom is is like loving her kids mm-hmm. as if they're your own kind of thing and so you you see it even more when your baby's actually born what is something that you think about when you when you think about your transition into motherhood like what's one of the the, the big things that kind of is like uh time management like as far as like business wise mm-hmm. time management um Mm -hmm. the fear of like not knowing what's going to happen like I could be planning something one way in my mind Mm -hmm. but then it goes completely differently so like I said before I'm trying not Mm -hmm. to overthink right now (laughs) and it's kind of just like okay I'll get there when I get there yeah those are all very very realistic um Mm -hmm. concerns I guess that I feel like people don't talk about do you feel like people tell you things that scare you to transition into motherhood tell me nothing but like negative things about pregnancy and having a baby negative things yeah. and I mean I don't think they mean it in a bad way but it's like okay can you just tell me like at least mm-hmm. one good thing you know um so then yeah. of course that gets me thinking but I'm like whatever it's I'm gonna do at the end of the day what I think is right you yeah. know and I'm just, I don't let anything scare exactly. me, honestly. That's good, though, because every baby is so dang different that 
even if I were to give you like all of my negative experiences that I've had with my kids, mm-hmm. like your baby's totally yeah. different. Like you may not experience any of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's the same as like your pregnancy right now with how you're saying you you haven't really experienced mm-hmm. morning sickness, but like I was sick every single day. So it yeah. just, you know, it just depends. But that's good though that you're like able to filter through. Yeah. And I mean, I love what people are saying everybody's and experiences like that. and hearing everybody's advice. Like I I'm taking it all, you know? Yeah. Yes. But you take what you need and then you leave what you don't. And that's, yes. that's the best way to protect your peace. I feel like, um, something that I'm actually kind of curious about because it, it happened with, with me and, my husband, but how has pregnancy and and like preparing for the baby? um, And I don't know if affected is the right word because I feel like that makes it sound negative, but how has it changed the dynamic between you and your husband? Because you guys have been together for a long time, right? And like you guys, so you guys have lived a lot of life together and have gone through a lot of um, like pivotal moments together. So now going into parenthood for the first time like how has it yeah so changed I feel like your since we like dynamic? basically grew up together it's mm-hmm. we even said like before we got pregnant like wow it's gonna be crazy once we have a baby because it's been just us two for 10 years like that's gonna change a lot you know yeah um, well now the time is here and we're having a mm-hmm. baby and <laughs> I've been really lucky he's been like really supportive Um, he does things without me even having to ask him, you know, and, um, I think before anything, he's like my best friend. So it's more like of a partnership rather than like, oh, husband and wife, like, yes, we're husband and wife, but we're also like a team before anything. Um, I mean, I know he's going to be a great dad. The only thing is he's terrified of holding newborn babies. So (laughs) we'll see how that goes. You know what? Carlos was too. And um, yeah, I think it's just different when it's yours. I think once you guys have your baby and then she gets a little bit older, you'll kind of see like <laughs> holding a newborn is like the easiest phase of holding them because then they get oh my God. to like the wiggly, squirmy I'm, age. Yeah, I'm like nervous for that. that I always tough. thought the newborn stage was going to be like that one's a tough age. The easiest, but everybody says that it's – I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be the hardest, but everybody says it's like the easiest. It is and it's not. Definitely with your first, it's not because it's the biggest adjustment. But it is the easiest in the in the sense that like mm-hmm. they – they don't need very much. Like we as parents want to like do more than what they really require. So I feel like we put more more pressure on ourselves, but it is one of the easier stages. I just don't like to tell people that because for I don't want people to feel like, let's say for example, I don't want you to right. feel like you're doing it wrong if it feels mm-hmm. hard for you because it should feel hard. Like it, it should. Mm-hmm. But when you look back on it, it is one of the easier. <laughs> it is one of the easier stages. For sure. So kind of to start wrapping up a little bit, like who do you who do you look up to, not just in business, but also in motherhood now that you're kind of entering that phase? The number one person that inspired me was my grandma, even though she passed away two years now. Um, mm-hmm. But she's like the mm-hmm. one that inspired me to start Sienna because she had her own clothing business herself mm-hmm. back in the day. So I basically like grew up with yeah. her and her business <laughs> and um, she raised three kids on her own. So that was always yeah. like a big inspiration. And now that I'm older and look back, I'm like, wow, how yeah. did she do all that and have three kids, you know, and raise them by herself. Um, yeah. So she was always like a go-getter, yeah. a hustler. Uh, after that, I would say my mom, she's, she she's very similar mm-hmm. to my grandma um and she's always taught me you know mm-hmm. that you have to work hard for things uh mm-hmm. go after what you want so definitely my mom and she's been you know giving me tips on motherhood oh that's awesome what advice do you have for someone I looking to start a business today it. um you're gonna have 
doubt, you know, you're probably going to doubt yourself, um, maybe have very high expectations. And I feel like a lot of people have high expectations, which isn't bad, but a lot of people give up if they don't meet their expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely, I would say just go for it. There's never a wrong time. Uh, Even if you think it's like the worst time to start your business, Mm -hmm. it's not because that's how I I used to think that way, but it ended up working out. If you could start over today, knowing everything that you know, and everything that you've learned over the last three years, almost three years, um, I would, would you approach it the same way? Differently. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like what my number one thing would be that I would do differently. Probably marketing would be different from the beginning. Uh, I mean, it's never too late to change things, mm-hmm. but marketing, uh, your branding, yeah. and that's like, those are things that really take time your marketing, your, your items, you know, basically whatever you put a lot of money into, you know, um, for example, like pop-ups, there's a lot of things you Mm -hmm. need for pop-ups that you have to spend money on, you know, time management, Mm. uh, or uh, using your time wisely, um, organizing yourself, consistency, social media, Mm -hmm. which is something I'm still working on, you know, do you feel like those are things though that you can like that you can prepare for or are those kind of like learning Learn on the job type of things? Mm-hmm. At least like the social media part of it, I feel like like yeah. That changes so fast all the time that like and you have to be like you're just constantly learning I mean, you, which is crazy. You do have to be creative to a certain point. And sometimes I just don't have the creativity. Mm-hmm. And my mind just goes blank. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you you have a lot on it, so I don't blame you. <laughs> um, where do you see Sienna in the next well, like three to five now years? That I'm having a baby, I would love to start mm-hmm. uh, like a mommy and me line. <laughs> that would be so cute. Um, probably something that that moms could wear with either boy or girl. Make it like a unisex. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you said boys. I was like secretly <laughs> internally being like, oh, I should have had a girl. And I love I'm so happy tone, you said boys. So I'm sure everything will be, you know, for either boy or girl or, you know, boy and girl. Yes. Um, I j- it would be just so cool, like for your business to mirror where you are in life and, you know, into that next phase and, and mm-hmm. like that's so true to you like yeah you know like that's so cool I like that our little baby girl be our model when she's able to model (laughs) oh my god I can't I can't come on little eggplant hurry up (laughs) just kidding finish cooking in there (laughs) um what are some of the major or like the bigger lessons that you've learned over the last (laughs) Three years. Control (laughs) 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 Applicable in all aspects of life. (laughs) And yeah, and it's it's hard though to not do things for me. It's just that, like, if I want something done my way, I feel like I have to do it because I know how I want it done. (laughs) Mm Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, yeah. hard. I see that. That one's hard. Like that one's hard. But if you learn that lesson now, it's easier to accept yeah. help. And that's something I've really when you have your baby. Now with pregnancy, I I do need help. I can't do mm-hmm. everything by myself anymore. Yeah, accept the help, ask for it. Like, yeah. It does. <laughs> it gets hectic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, we've heard a lot about what you've been up to and, and how this all started and, and, you know, with your pregnancy, but (laughs) what's next for you? I would say my next step with the boutique would be Mm -hmm. the baby line, like the mommy and me line. That's something that I really want to do and I'm, I'm really looking Mm -hmm. forward to it. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. 
oh my gosh, I'm like putting it out yes. into the universe, like good vibes that it <laughs> all works out because I want it. <laughs> I'm like, because I want it. That's why. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm so excited for you. Like, I'm so excited for everything Thank that's coming you. your way. Like you deserve all the good things in the world. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited for you. Um, so before we close out, um, where can people find you on Instagram, on, on oh, you know, your website? website. Is shop where can they go look? Com. It's try to keep it short. So just shop Sienna, S I A N A. And then my Instagram is <laughs> shop Sienna boutique. Boom. And then we'll also have it um, linked and all this stuff. So you guys can go check it out. So check out the boutique, check out the website, check out the Instagram account. You guys, I promise you will not be disappointed and you will find something for you, for a friend. Before we close out, Anais, I like to usually close out with a wisdom nugget, um, (laughs) but I don't want to do it today. So (laughs) do you have any wisdom that you can leave us with before we go? Not too long ago. Okay, so it's this quote that I saw on Instagram. Uh, It says, you're never going to be fully ready. You're never going to be fully excellent at everything. You're going to learn as you go, but you have to start. You have to get in the game to actually play. So I think that goes back to like somebody wanting to start uh, their business. You know, you just have to go through it. I really like that. I I really, really like that. I'm going to like, print it somewhere and have it up in my room because I, I like that one a lot Anais thank you so much for coming on and um, sharing your wisdom and everything that you've been up to um, I can't wait to see I can't wait to thank see how you. everything kind of unfolds for I you I'm fun. so excited for you oh I'm glad we did. <laughs> I'm glad All right, well thank you so much okay, and see uh, next time. I'll see you next time <laughs> And that, my friends, was the just of it on Shop Sienna Boutique. I hope if there's anything that you took from this, it's to just do the thing that's been on your mind. Just do the thing that's been on your heart. You're never going to know where you're going to end up if you don't just do the thing. And Anais is proof of that. So thank you so much for tuning in. Check her out on Instagram at Shop Sienna Boutique. You can also check out her website, shopsienna.com. Anais has so graciously given all of my listeners a coupon code for her website. So if you go to shopsiana.com and enter the code thejessivit at checkout, you will be eligible for 20% off of your purchase. And that's on the entire store. There's no minimum purchase required. And you can combine it with any other discount that she happens to be running on her site. So check that out. I promise you won't be disappointed. Also, if you want to check out any of her upcoming pop-ups, she will be at the Shop Small Soiree in Downey on May 21st and at the Creative Babe Market in Yorba Linda on May 27th. If you're interested in checking out those pop-ups and seeing um, Anais's boutique in person, I highly recommend that you follow her on Instagram and she'll have more details for you as the uh, pop-ups get closer. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you all for continuing to tune in. And to anybody who is celebrating this weekend, have a happy, happy Mother's Day. I will see you all next week with a new episode of The Just of It. Mm-hmm.